Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. James chapter 1, verses 19 through 21, read just like this. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Uh, on some levels, this is this is exactly how long this this passage could be taught like this. Uh, uh, be committed to listening more. Be committed to talking less and be committed to processing anger differently than you ever had before. Or, you know, listen more, talk less and, and stop getting mad. Right? On some levels, this could be taught that simply. And um, probably, you know, if I were in my local church and, and preaching, someone would be like, hey, man, let's, let's move to the uh, benediction, right? Let's move to the invitation, benediction. Let's sing one song and get out of here. That was good, preacher. That was a good two-minute sermon. Hush up and let's go home, right? Take your own advice. <laughs> Listen more, talk less. Praise God, let's go, right? But I think it deserves a little more conversation. Um if you were raised in rural the rural America, anywhere in rural America, it is likely you had some older adult, it's likely it was a grandmother or a great aunt or something like that who says who said to you at some point, you you know, you were given two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, you know, supposed to, you know, listen uh twice as much as you talk. It, it, I'm pretty sure we've heard something like this and you might, you know, uh, James might have popped up, popped up in the background. Amen. Amen. Tell it, sister. Uh, you know, just listen more and talk less. You got two ears for a reason, right? Actually, I say amen too. I say amen too. But we're living in a time where people are talking. I I'm not even going to say twice as much as they're listening. I'm not sure if we're listening at all. So I love James' simple, to the point, um, Exhortation. Listen, my brothers, let every person be quick to hear. Now, I don't know who first said this, but it's just wise. They said, you know, many of us do not listen to understand. We only listen to respond. It's just true. Um, but I think first, first, we have to develop a habit to actually listen to hear, you know, listen to hear what's being said and attempt to hear, to understand. That's why I wanted to open um, with some thoughts from Psalm 78 when in verse two, when he says, I'm gonna give you some parables and some dark sayings. I'm gonna give you some parables to make you think about the extremes and the contrast and issues. I'm gonna give you some riddles just to make you think, you know, it, we've just gotta be committed to listening, listening with God, and listening beyond what is being said. In other words, especially I want to clarify that third one, be quick to listen. That's an immediate posture about listening. Okay, let me listen. And just stop and listen. Listening with God is having that prayer conversation going on with God where you, you know, you entreat him to help you not only 
hear what's being said, being able to understand the or comprehend the, the sentences and the paragraphs and the overall point. But but for God to help you listen and hear what he's hearing and the way he's hearing it. But that, you know, that that third element is that we listen beyond people speaking. In other words, many times people are saying something that even if they if they issue, let's say, 50 paragraphs. And they're done talking and we, and we kept our mouth shut and listened through the whole thing. They may have said something that requires us to engage with it long beyond the moment. And that's a lost art. We're just running around too fast. We deal with a lot of information, but you know, honestly, we don't take a lot of it in. What's, what's illustrated that to me over and over and over again are these two satirical news sites so-called news that they're satire they're meant to they're meant to be um satirical to bring out a point um i, I don't like generalizing like this but one of them is you know sort of this you know, site for social slash political liberals is called the onion. And they're always satirically bringing out, uh, things that, you know, the, 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 you know, the so-called social and political conservatives are doing. And then there's, there's, there's an opposing view. There's this one that the, you know, so-called, um, you know, social and political conservatives, uh, use called, you know, um, the Babylon B is what it's called. Uh, that it points out the hypocrisies and and uh, the fringes of the so-called social and political liberals. Well, with all that as a very careful backdrop, I, I know I know we don't listen to understand. We don't read to understand. We don't really want to understand. How do I know that? Because anytime you're on social media, you can see somebody sharing something from the Onion or the Babylon Bee sharing a link, you know, and you could tell by their comments, they didn't actually read the article or think about it. They saw the headline, which doesn't say, uh, reader beware, this is satire. It just puts it out there like it's real news. Um, but you know, you see people share that, uh, and, and you can tell they didn't read it. Like one of them recently was, was poking fun at, at secular bookstores and, and, and within, uh, within five minutes, I saw five different posts begging people to, to, to ban bars and Barnes and Noble because they weren't going to sell Bibles anymore. Um, it was all satire, but people, because they only read that little headline, they only took in the little visual. They didn't seek to understand. They, they, you know, they, they reacted, they reacted rather than sought understanding. They reacted without understanding. They reacted in the place of understanding. So first off is that immediate posture to be quick to hear. Just be a person that's, all right, I'm going to listen. And then actually listen and listen with God. Ask God to help you listen. And then listen beyond what's being said. In other words, you, you know, you may have to tell someone sometimes, many times, I shouldn't say sometimes, many times we may have to tell someone, you know, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm going to process that. I'm going to process that with the Lord. And, um, I, you know, I may have, may need to ask some clarifying questions or I may have some right now. Um, but you may say that to them. Just say, you know, and we're going to have to get back together and discuss this some more. And then we put that thing into the net. <laughs> you know, let it, let it be filtered down through the word of God, through the pursuit of truth and the, through the, you know, the desire for wisdom and, and, and really see if we can come to an understanding. And then, 
articulate a wise response if one is needed. A wise response that has gospel eternity behind it. And, and brothers and sisters, I'm telling y'all, this is something that's missing because we're, we're you know, we have fallen into the click frenzy. Uh, you know, um, you know, like a feeding frenzy, they drop something in the water and a bunch of fish just go, you know, tag it. We, we, we've fallen into the, the click frenzy where we just click, 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 click. And that's how we sort of respond to everything. And these things should not be so. So be quick to hear. And when I say that, that's loaded. James gives us some loaded words. I know everyone would be like, man, it would be awesome, Tim. Uh, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Hey, man, let's go. You know, strike up the band, sing one last song. Everybody greet each other. Bam, let's go. It's over. I know there's that temptation, but when you when you really consider what it's like to want to hear and understand, then being quick to hear is just the start. It's the open, be quick to hear. Immediately open the door of hearing to someone say, come on in. Oh, yep, yeah, let me listen to you. And we all know how, how valued we feel when people listen to us. So part of that is appreciating the value of people and, and letting them realize that we value them by listening. Secondly, yes, all that. And I'm just now saying secondly. Secondly, be slow to speak. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> none of us is as smart as we think we are. Somebody say amen. Um, uh, the commitment to, to saying less is not a commitment to not talking. It's a commitment to speaking well, to taking time to pursue the Lord, pursue truth, pursue wisdom, develop a right and, and eternal truth bearing perspective, then articulate exactly what you want to say. Find the right words, put them in the right order, say them with the right heart. If we do that, that means we will be talking less. <laughs> Somebody say amen. We will be talking less if we do all that. But if, you know, if we want to be those sort of people that really want people to hear from the Lord through us, then we will have to have heard from the Lord ourselves. We're going to have to have something from the Lord to share with others if they're going to hear from the Lord through us. Or, you know, the more colloquial way of saying it is you can't give somebody what you ain't got. So if you haven't taken all of what you just heard from someone or something and you haven't dealt with that with the Lord, with the scriptures, if you haven't you know, gotten something from the Lord, then what you share is only from you. Aha. Aha. This, this literally might be the problem, brothers and sisters, that we say a lot from us. And if we would uh, calm down, slow down, listen more, you know, we could begin to process with the Lord and develop something from the Lord to say, you know, but first we got to have it. You, you, you know, you, you can only share what you have, what you have. But there it is. Be quick to listen, okay, and slow to speak. 
Make that commitment to hearing with the Lord. Make that commitment to articulating in fellowship with the Lord and then making sure that by the time it's come in and it's been processed through, through, through our mind and our heart, through the scripture with the Lord, uh, we have developed appropriate speech that is, that has the right attitude and it's salted with the spirit of God. By the time it comes out, um, it'll be something worth hearing. You know, every, I don't know about everyone, every, my, everyone my age and older, you know, remembers those old, uh, EF Hutton commercials. When EF Hutton speaks, everyone listens. Um, uh, of course that was about money. And I guess they were saying like, uh, if you listen to this guy, he'll help you make some money. I think that was the gist of the commercials. Um, so thirdly, thirdly, um, James says, be slow to anger. Um, one of my favorite phrases I ever learned in Spanish is, is, uh, uh, you say, con calma, con calma, you know, with calm, with like calm down, <laughs> con calma. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, I, um, I, I've been to lots of Spanish speaking places. I've been to one particular country, I think 14 or 15 times. And, and, uh, and two things I learned to say, two things I learned to say was lo siento, which is, which is sorry. And I know I sound like a, a hillbilly the way I say it. lo siento, I'm sorry. And, and con calma. And, uh, Another one I learned, I should add in there is uh, compromiso, like with your permission, you know, <laughs> uh, it's my way of saying, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I'm, you know, let's, let's calm down. Um, <laughs> working with a lot of young people in, in Spanish speaking, con calma, con calma. It, you know, it sounds better. Con calma, escuchen, you know, calm down, listen, you know. There's some other rude ways to do that. And so I wanted to learn some nicer ways. Con calma, escuchen. Calm down, listen. James is saying, calm down, listen. You know, um, and then, you know, uh, well, you know, there's, there's one that, that's kind of rude. It means like, shut up, you know, and I've heard, you know, just like we would in English, I've heard Spanish speaking people say, you know, shut up. Listen, calm down. Uh, I just try not to add that one because uh, it's rude in English. It's rude in every language. Uh, you know, just just kind of calm down. But here in James, uh, he's not saying calm down so you can listen. He's saying start listening, talk less, and, and then calm down. Ah, it seems to me, I think the order is important. Just developing the habit of being quick to listen leads to the empowering of calming down. Wow, somebody ought to say amen. And if you ever, here's what's interesting to me as a, as a Bible teacher, as a pastor, as a leader in a local, uh, you know, evangelistic nonprofit, um, you know, if you, you, if you look up a lot of the passages about, uh, Christian leaders like deacons and pastors and so forth. There'll be a lot of language around these, these very ideas. Uh, like in Titus chapter one, verse seven, it says they're not overbearing in first Timothy three, three, not quarrelsome in Titus one, seven again. They're not quick tempered. And in both of those passages, uh, they're not given to violence. Uh, in first Timothy three, three again, they're, 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 you know, they, they have gentleness in their way. In other words, calm, 
non-violent, uh, even-keeled, not bullying or pushing, pu- being pushying. I just made up a word. Not being pushy. Um, th- these are the natures of Christian leadership. Why? Because we don't believe bullying works. We can't bully truth and and love and submission to God into people. If we if we do if we do, we're more like some other religions in the world, not Christianity. If we bully people into a confession, bully people into submission. So so it's just part and parcel with with being a leader as a Christian, and you know. And that, that counts if you're leading in your home, whereas it's a precept to a deacon. It's a precept to an overseer. It's a principle for all Christian men and women. So we're supposed to be these kind of people who are, uh, you know, just, just uh, you know, we behave a little different. Well, not a little, a lot. And then, then I see our time is really fading fast. And I, I don't want to not talk about this. Yes, I just spent all that time on verse 19. Then James gives a reason. And so he says, all right, be quick to listen, slow to speak, calm down, slow to anger. Be slow to anger. Matter of fact, all that listening and thinking with God for a long time uh, might even help us understand, should we even be mad to start with? (laughs) I think that's part of what James is getting at. But because he tells us, because the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. In other words, our anger is not going to make it. Now, there is a good kind of anger that leads us to a good kind of action, but it'll be in concert with God because he'll be producing the righteousness we want. We'll be coming into agreement and concert with God. So he tells them, it's like, listen, your anger is not going to accomplish anything. Lord, have mercy. I wish someone would tell everybody in America this right now. Your anger is not going to accomplish the righteousness of God. Will it accomplish something? The wickedness of Satan, it'll it'll accomplish the wickedness of Satan, but it's not going to accomplish the righteousness of God. Amen. <laughs> um, and I wish somebody would tell folks this because I don't think we know. And, uh, and then he says, uh, you know, listen, listen, and, and we're going to bridge this. This will be in the next session, next session too. He says, therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. All right. So he's actually saying really clearly here, talk less, you know, listen a whole lot more, talk very carefully and a lot less be slow to anger because your anger is not going to make the righteousness of God and position yourself to receive from God's word. And this is all working in concert. Really critical stuff. But it starts with those three simple ideas. Be quick to listen. Be slow to speak. And be slow to anger. Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. 
Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Thank you.